I think I'm going to heat it up a bit by asking sure, sure, sure. a little bit about your love life. Here the reason go. why is because, you know, our last guest was the Dubai matchmaker. Yeah, exactly. So, are you in love? Hi, listeners. It's Holly and Annie here. And um, we have a very special guest, Mawon, which is our podcast operator at the Podster Studio. Welcome, Mawon. Thank you so much for being Thank on you our guys show. For having me. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. I know. We had to get the man behind the camera at some point and bring you yeah. forward and just hear all about your life because sure, sure. we are the people of Dubai podcast. We really are. Excellent. <laughs> it's quite funny because obviously we work with you mm. and now we can actually like find out a lot about you. Okay. Before we recorded, Holly was giving me a rundown on mm. Moan <laughs> and I was like, how do you know all of this about him? I'm nosy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they spent some time together with uh, like finding out all of our lovely merch and yeah. putting up our signs and things. So thank you. So tell us about yourself. How old are you? I'm 25. Were you born in Dubai? So yeah, I was born and raised here. I did a little bit of my university education here. I originally studied architecture and then I moved to Sydney to sort of finish up my degree and, you know, intern there, like do a lot of stuff there. Lots of fun. Graduated in 2020. COVID happened. Mental health wasn't doing great. Wanted to come back and be with family. Damn COVID. And uh, yeah, COVID really ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, there were so many plans that just like didn't work out the way that I wanted. But no, but, glad to be here. But did COVID ruin everything? Because you wouldn't maybe necessarily be here if it wasn't for it. No, absolutely. Like I want to say like COVID probably ruined the original plan, but the plan that ended up manifesting just on its own probably is better. Like I'm, I'm in a much better place than I was mentally, emotionally, all of that stuff. Like it's everything's much more stable. Yeah. Honestly, I'm on a track. I'm on a completely different track than what I thought it was going to be. But I'm on a, I'm on a track and I'm very, very pleased with the outcome, even though like What were super you meant to be doing? And then what are I you was meant doing to, now? I was meant to be an intern architect at a small to mid-sized firm because that's where usually you'd like to start off. You want to start off with the little guys so that you get to do a bit of everything. What I ended up being is a studio operator working with cameras and audio and lovely people such as yourselves, <laughs> uh, which is like, you know, similar, but not really. <laughs> Very different. But you get yeah. to meet a lot of different people. No, absolutely. Uh, this job has been really interesting because you meet all sorts of different personalities. But like I've told you guys this before, like what's really valuable about this is that everyone who comes in here and is able to like get themselves to financially commit to I'm in a studio and as well as like getting out of their shell and was like talking in front of other people and stuff like that. They always 10 times out of 10 have something very valuable to say. So these sessions have been insane. They're very good. Do you great. think that's a part of your healing process of like even your mental health? You have something to focus on and you see you learn something new every single day because you're hmm. sitting on like you're sitting in what about 70 different podcasts? Yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely like helping because you get a lot of new perspective and as well, like a really fresh outlook on life where you're starting to see people that have also gone through some kind of turmoil and have managed to like turn it around or are determined to turn it around through their work right so it's really fascinating and it, it offers like really really a wide range of perspectives so that's um interesting because mm. holly and i 
we it was kind of covid time and i just said to holly i really want a hobby i don't have any hobbies Mm. maybe i should go horse riding or like shall we start a podcast up and we wouldn't have done that necessarily because unless obviously with covid and things Mm. things had happened but also we sat there and we thought well what do we want to achieve from this podcast Mm -hmm. and you know it would be amazing if one day it was a success however Every time I leave the studio and we've spoken to a guest, I've either learned something new or I've come out and I feel like a weight's lifted up. It's kind of a bit of a therapy session, but also the people you meet and the stuff you learn is just, we would never have met these people unless we'd have done this podcast. It's challenging Mm. yourself. Like you said about, I think it was last night you went to see the C word. The, what's the gentleman's name? James Smith. He's a personal trainer and like a life coach. Yeah, he was in Dubai. And what did you say? For 100 days, you need to try something out of your comfort zone. And this is out of our comfort zone, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we learn so much. Mm-hmm. But thank you for coming on the show anyway. And I want to actually ask you a question about mental health, if you mm-hmm. don't mind. Yeah. So what were you going through at that time? Sure. So... You're in a country alone, right? About 12,000 kilometers from like the nearest family member. And, you know, things just aren't going the way that you planned. So you tend to get a lot of anxiety about things not working out. And often that manifests itself in like, it comes out to some physical symptoms even. I was hospitalized a few times actually because of like symptoms that seemed like appendicitis and other things, but turned out to be just stress and anxiety and stuff like that. Oh my goodness. So I did go through like a significant bit of therapy over there and going through a significant bit of therapy here as well. Like it's like ever since that time, like it's been a a good part of my life. Do you mind me asking, because obviously you're Egyptian, your Mm -hmm. family are Egyptian. Yeah. How did they find with, because even, you know, my parents are British, but Mm -hmm. therapy, the older generation. Yeah, they they struggle with that. It's such a foreign language. Mm -hmm. Like it's, People just don't understand it. Like even my family, they're like very much like, don't discuss your issues. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like you just deal with them. Mm -hmm. How were they, how did they accept that? And were they quite open to it? Was it easy to discuss with them? It was a difficult conversation to have at first because after your parents have like, like they've invested a significant amount of like time and money in in raising you and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's difficult for them to hear that like I'm unwell. And you think about it in a way where they perhaps consider themselves that they failed and then in some twisted way like not really twisted but like in 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 some ways it becomes all about them about like even after they've acknowledged the fact that like oh he's unwell he's not actually like faking it or wanting attention then they they would often resort to what did i do for this to happen it's like no it's not really your fault it's like the world is a is a terrible place for the most part It's not really your failure. It's just the way that it is. And, you know, people have all sorts of illnesses. Mental illness is no different. It's just something that appears, has symptoms. It can get diagnosed. It can get treated. And and you move on. talking about it is the best therapy. Yeah, no, talking about it is great because people will assume that everyone around them is doing well. And, like, I'm sure you guys know as well, like, maybe you've seen this on social media, especially during COVID times where, like, you feel like other people were doing better than you. But, like, during COVID, like, that image sort of, like, fell apart in, in some way where you've started to see it was like, oh, like, everyone's stuck inside and, like, everyone's baking and, like, everyone's doing all these things. But And, like, there was really, like, a mental health wake-up call where, yeah. like, you could see, like, a lot of people that, like, you've maybe idolized or thought that, you know, they had it way better than you did. No, everyone was, like, collapsing at the exact same rate. 
I think COVID was a testing time for everyone. It really was. And Our great war for better or worse. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think it's really amazing that you're opening up about your mental health because I think it's such a subject that I really am intrigued by as well. I suffer a lot with anxiety and I never talk about Mm -hmm. it. And it's not because I don't want to and I should definitely Mm -hmm. talk about it a lot more with my friends and my husband is always Mm -hmm. kind of aware when I get it Mm -hmm. and it's the trigger points and things but also as well when you actually open up you realize you're not alone Mm. and it'll be the people you least expect it like I went to the museum of the future and Mm -hmm. one of the levels there is a health and a healing floor it's an awesome building beautifully designed but there was one statistic which was so alarming. So in 2030, the rate of mental health is going to exceed over diabetes. It's so common in all of us. No, for sure. I agree with that. And you've mentioned about your anxiety. Like, have you sought any specific kind of treatment for that? No, I should. So have you like you tried talking therapy or anything like that? No, and I I really should. I really recommend it. A lot of the time you wouldn't need much more than that. Like talking therapy is great. And like I said earlier on the podcast, when you leave this room or you leave the studio and you think, oh, wow, even now it's like, this is amazing to talk about it. And hopefully the listeners as no, well. Like, kind of, yeah, you feel better, but like yeah. neither of us are professionals. No, exactly. That's <laughs> no, very at, true. At the end of the day, it's like no one here actually knows what to like, how to help. Like everybody can listen and empathize. But mm. like, I would definitely encourage, like, even if you don't necessarily feel like anything's wrong, it's always good to like assess, regroup and like talk your feelings over with a professional 100 percent of the time i really think it's essential okay that'll be my promise to you both is i'm gonna go away <laughs> and i'm gonna seek therapy yeah, i actually there's, think there's, even, some, there's some great people here even without mental health i think therapy is a huge benefit mm-hmm. and such a something that a lot of people should be doing Absolutely. especially living in dubai when you have private medical care mm-hmm. and a lot of it is actually included in your private medical insurance yes so yes why not make the most of it and use it so moan you're 25 Five. and holly and i are late 20s early 30s awesome um, i'm older <laughs> holly's older <laughs> for the record and no, i'm joking um, the reason i'm talking about our age is they say like there's like this millennial burn because we have social media we have yeah. access to like i'm wearing a, a sports watch so like my i don't know notifications come through my mm-hmm. whatsapps everything and we're always on our phone and it, i don't know about you both but you kind of need a couple of hours each day to reply to your whatsapps and reply to everything else in addition to your workload as well yeah. so Absolutely. i think that also plays such a big factor on mental health mm-hmm. because our parents and i think our parents maybe they didn't know about it and they didn't have the education they weren't aware but also they would call a friend and they agree a time to meet and that's when you meet them mm. and now you you kind of know way more about your friend before you've even gone and met them because you've seen exactly what's going on and stuff absolutely absolutely and i think it's made people a lot more nosier Mm. like you're so invasive into people's lives and it's like Mm. it's quite sad now i find with social media is like if anything good happens around you or if you buy something nice the first thing is not to enjoy it is to take a photo of it Just yeah. to kind of brag about it and put and it out also, to the world. And also, you yeah. might think you're really happy and then you see someone do something on social... And you're, I don't know, sitting in that evening and then you get the fear of missing out, yeah, FOMO, FOMO. And, yeah. <laughs> and all of that. But thank you for opening up about your mental health. That's really interesting. So thank you, you guys for letting me do it. Oh, <laughs> thanks. You've been in Dubai all your life? Pretty much, yeah. With, like, breaks to be abroad, but, yeah. 
you oh. must have really seen Dubai change. Yeah, I was fully aware of how of you know of my surroundings when there, before there was any metro. Most of Shehzad Road was empty, wow. and in my earliest memories, I remember the World Trade Center building, and that's it. <laughs> and you went to school in Dubai? Yeah, I went to school in Dubai. I've never met someone that's been to school here. So can you tell me about um, it? It's a mixed bag. My siblings have also gone to school here, and it's a young country. Yeah. So some of the schools have a head start on other schools in terms of like establishment, structure, resources, access to teachers, all of that. So if you were to send children to school here, I would highly advise that you really look into the school because it can really be a mixed bag. But like it's gotten better over time, of course, because regulations and so on. But it can be a bit of a rocky situation. What's the school hours? Just out of interest. Like oh, what early morning. So around 7, 8 a.m., depending right. on the school, till about like 2 to oh, 4 okay. with like like extracurricular stuff. Do you have swimming pools in the schools? Depends on the school. <laughs> but yeah, we did. <laughs> did you do a lot of after like extracurricular um, activities? Yeah, like music, tried, didn't like it. I mean, I like music a lot now, but it's just I don't think I had the right teacher per se because like as a child the right teacher makes all the difference it really um, does yeah basketball chess stuff like that but what's your favorite thing to do in dubai now because your weekends must have rapidly changed from yeah they really did especially like growing up i want to say going out of restaurants that's like i wouldn't call myself a foodie but like i've acquired a taste for like really specific things and i seek those things out and when i find them it's really rewarding <gasps> What's the hidden gem of Dubai? Because you've been uh, here I was, a long I was, time. I was just there yesterday. It's a place called My Son 15. It's in Barsha South. It's really tucked away. What's the cuisine? I will dare and say it. It is the first international Dubai cuisine. Right. They've nailed the influences of like lots of the food that comes here. And they've sort of collected it like in like a really, really neat package with like very very like artisanal touches like you know like their own homemade almond butter uh wow. their own bread which by the way an amazing sourdough that they also bake there i haven't um, had breakfast and i'm hungry now <laughs> no you, you really should like if you want to go like you should go right after i highly recommend it like i can't recommend that place enough amazing uh, amazing amazing drinks yeah where else do you hang out a lot of the time i want to say I have like mall fatigue, so a lot of people like. I'm sure you get you guys are like tired of malls by now. So are you? Yeah. You, you right? <laughs> I'm over. There's there's they there's too many of them. Yeah. They don't offer that like that many different experiences. And once you go in, you're not leaving for another five hours. Then you lose your car, and then yeah. it's like a few thousand dirham down on absolute <laughs> pointless nonsense. So yeah, yeah so, I don't go in. <laughs> so yeah, uh, like to drive around. There's like a few cool places, some in Mamzar, some in the older part of Dubai. There's like a few really cool art galleries and even in Sharjah. The art galleries over there are very well maintained and they've got some really interesting stuff. And nice. they've got like associated like cute little communities that like you can you can spend some time in. Those are really cool. It's nice to hear what other people do because you add these things to your list, don't you? It's it's great because like you really have a perspective of like, oh yeah, I do these things, but like what do other people do? It's interesting. What do you guys do? A podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For one. <laughs> no, so I live on the palm, so I actually mm -hmm. don't, it's true what they say, once you're on the palm, you never it's leave. It's really difficult to get out, yeah. 
it has everything there. So I go to a lot of the restaurants there. I go to the beaches, mm-hmm. the beach clubs. I've recently just had knee surgery. So mm-hmm. I'm basically at home watching a ton of Netflix right. and a huge foodie. I think that's the main thing to do in Dubai as well. It's just the, the food scene here is really Every is, time is you insane. meet someone or it's either coffee, breakfast mm-hmm. or for dinner. I have recently adopted a dog, rescue a little rescue oh. dog. <laughs> oh, what, which breed? He's not little, by the way. <laughs> which breed? And he is a golden retriever chow. Tough dog. Yeah. Tough I, dog. I my, know a lot about dogs. <laughs> my criteria on a dog was one that didn't slobber, wasn't big and didn't molt. And he has all three traits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm willing to bet the half chow chow in there is, uh, is insane with the slobbering. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, it's just the drinking of the water, and I'm a really tidy mm. OCD freak when it comes to my house. He's like and a lion, those yeah. Amazing. And you know, when he drinks the water, it goes how, everywhere. How, how, how old is he? So he was two in October, so a couple of weeks ago. There's a lot of you know animals that need rescuing here, and I thought I really wanted to get a rescue dog. How do you rescue a dog in Dubai? So there's a lot of um, rescue centres. And I kind of would suggest we didn't, but you could you can foster dogs and take them in temporarily and ho- house them. And then once you've done that, you'll never give it back, by the way. Like that's just a way of, you know, you've no. got that dog for life. When you are like rescuing a dog, they just need to see you kind of your like tenancy agreement and it's linked to your Emirates ID mm-hmm. and things now, which is really good. So people mm-hmm. can't just like Abandon flee the country, dogs, yeah. Yeah. Oh which unfortunately is what does happen quite frequently here. Mm-hmm. So now I'm a dog mom. I feel like it's nice to do so many different things in Dubai now. Mm-hmm. So there's some really nice walks that you can go mm-hmm. to. I'm spending time at dog parks. On the palm, you can walk your dog on the beachfront. So that's really lovely. I can maybe go to Umal Quain, which is only 45 minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. So when I'm not looking after Milo the dog, I think I'd like to be active. I like to be mm-hmm. outside a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Weather's and really good right now for that. It's so nice. Yeah. So I don't know whether this is actually a scientific fact, but there's talking of like seasonal changes in Dubai and they're now saying that our months are actually going to be different slightly. So October's actually been really warm. It never used to be that warm. So they're mm. actually kind of maybe going to count October as summer and like May as winter because the cooler months are like, I've changed slightly. I mean, don't quote me on this. I no, literally I, don't know what I, I'm talking I, about. I mean, I haven't looked starting at- Starting rumors uh, in Dubai. I haven't looked at any of the data, but by, I guess, feeling it, like I, I think I know what you mean. Because, yeah, no, October was warmer than usual this year. And no, like if you notice, like even like the last couple of years, like it's been moving a bit forward. where yeah. like you can be outside in May, like early May. And that was never the case like five, ten years ago. Yeah, that's very true. Also, I hope this isn't boring the listeners talking about the weather. <laughs> I know. I think I think I'm going to heat it up a bit by asking. Sure, sure, sure. A little bit about your love life. Here the reason go. why is because, you know, our last guest was the Dubai matchmaker. Yeah, exactly. So, are you in love? Difficult to say right now, okay. but I've, I've, I've just started. I've just started seeing someone, and it's going great. Okay, very nice. How did you meet? Tinder. Wow, cool. Uh, there is really no like. It's difficult to meet people any other way. I mean, at my age, being outside is like I, it doesn't really happen that way anymore. Well, Tinder's good. I mean, it, that's been a, a way a lot of people have met there. Uh, Tinder, Bumble, very good. I would. I highly recommend both. I mean, the dating pool is shockingly small <laughs> yeah like there's like 40 people on there <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> like there's not that many where was your first date my son 15 there oh yeah. it's kind of it's kind of nice. it's kind of my first date spot it's kind of it's kind of my move take they, people there no one's heard of it everyone loves it the food's fantastic the atmosphere is great there's like a mini art gallery that's happening there as well all the time 
the waiters must do they know you yeah yeah but like every time i every time i walk in i either i either get something for free or like get like a really special like heated greeting oh amazing and <laughs> from, do you reckon they wonder like oh okay so he's on this date are we gonna see her no, like, i mean i think at that point they've just gotten used to me just bringing people there and they love it because i'm, I'm introducing new people to them but no like i brought like family friends even like when i had like my university reunion like everybody was like where do you guys want to meet? I was like, let's meet there. I feel like the wedding reception's <laughs> going to be there. Uh, Everyone knows where it is now. Why I, not? That's actually, I've never considered that. That's there a really cool go. idea because they have a really nice outdoor space, which you guys enjoy. And I have to ask, and it's a bit cheeky, but you have, in our meeting and our discussions, you have been engaged before. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, This I is have. where it gets juicy. Yeah. Uh, Talk about people now being nosy. I'm the nosiest person. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love talking about it. I mean, I mean, God knows I talk about it a lot in my free time. So might as well do it on a podcast. Spill the tea. Met a wonderful person here. We got engaged a couple of years later. I mean, we were also like not exactly living here. We would meet here every once in a while. She was based out of Canada. I was based out of Sydney at the time. So we would meet here, stuff like that. Decided that, you know, eventually we wanted to build a future together and as long distance relationships go like things things got a little tough and you know just decided to end it so where's the ring with her in canada <laughs> so she owes you that engagement ring she she does i, I mean Are she, she can take a link to this podcast uh i hope she doesn't find it <laughs> but uh if she does Lisa. it's okay i know oh. you're taking your time but yes please i am still waiting for it so well, Mike drop. as as oh. soon as you as soon as you can all good and then you alluded to earlier that you haven't always lived in dubai you've been in and out of different countries where have yeah. you lived i've lived in sydney mostly i've only been to south korea for like a couple of weeks so i mean i wouldn't say i lived there but i i liked it there uh but yeah i've lived in sydney a little bit i lived in melbourne briefly yeah, those are pretty much the two other cities that I've lived in for like an extended period of time. And would you ever move back there? Are you in Dubai now for eventually, life? Eventually, I would like to like revisit there. I don't think I want to live there, though. Like, I'd, I'd love to go there and like maybe spend a couple months. Like, I'm, working remotely is going to be tough because the time difference is bananas. Yeah. But I'd love to go there and spend some time, connect with all the friends that I've made there. I've made plenty of really great friends, met some wonderful people. Some of them even have like families now. So I'd, I'd love to wow. go back and like, you know, meet, you their, meet go, their kids. <laughs> do you ever go back to Egypt? No, not no. really. I mean, it's not really in the cards. I mean, sure, you'd, you'd like to see family, but well, things get busy. So no, most of my time I spend here. And can you tell us what it's like to work or operate this podcast studio? I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great experience. You're meeting a lot of wonderful people. And then also there is something really satisfying about like helping somebody get their ideas through because like everybody comes in with like hopes of like, I want to do something better either for myself or my business. You're putting out fires constantly because obviously you want everybody to have the best time possible and it's achievable, but it can be taxing. So it's always fun to like, you know, work with everybody and and get their visions across because everybody comes in here with the hope of. I want to do something better for myself. I want to do something better for my business and to help them achieve that and to sort of like see them like actually win. Yeah. And do it. And like, you you know, that like you're doing your best to like participate in that win. It's really, really rewarding. You must be a bit like Switzerland though, because some things, as you said, like certain guests, you might not particularly agree with what they're saying. Yeah. It's great to give people a voice, you know, like you can't really ask for much of that. You don't have any room to like, police what's being said or like what's being talked about 
But, you know, as long as everybody's like, you know, lovely to work with and they're not actively like hurting other people, <laughs> they can say what they want. And, uh, you know, it's uh, at the end of the day, it is, you know, a studio. Impartial. Well, we love work with you. <laughs> so thank you. So we are in a studio with loads of cameras and lights and the microphone set up. And Marwan's always at the back with his kind of like five minutes left cue card or go closer to the mic and yeah. all you these other things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Holly likes to lean back. <laughs> lean back. Lean back. <laughs> um, and one thing that the that you told us, um, but I actually don't know much information about mm-hmm. is, I suppose, a very personal question. Mm-hmm. But tell us about this car crash because you'd hurt your arm. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. Yeah, this happened around December last year. Okay. Um, uh, we had a, a friend that was visiting from Italy. So we wanted to show her around like some natural landscapes. Natural is like mountains and sand here. So quite different to what she's used to, you know, growing up in Italy. Yeah. So we took her to Jebel Jace, which is down in Russellheim. I'm not sure if you guys have been, but lovely, yes. lovely spot. It gets it gets quite cold up there, Good and for the, hikes. there's a decent hike. It's not a great hike, but there's a decent hike there. And then also like water, depending on the season. Like sometimes the valleys fill up with water, and it's quite nice. So we want to take her there. We took her there. We were in a convoy of two cars, and you know we were really like being really chill, driving really slow up the mountain. And uh, just before you hit the beginning of the climb with, you know, the, the roads are really nice, but just before you do that, there was somebody who was like off-roading and uh, they'd uh, come out of the other end really, really fast, like at around 122 kilometers per hour. Like wow. they really sped through and either they didn't see us or I think maybe their brakes failed or something or they didn't have enough traction. They basically just couldn't stop and they ended up T-boning us. Oh, Ouch. so it was a it was a complete thing. The car that we were in got completely totaled. Oh. It was me, my best friend, and my sister. My sister was sitting at the front. I was sitting at the back. My best friend he was driving. He had a shattered wrist. I broke this entire segment here because uh, I I wasn't wearing a seatbelt, which is Naughty. entirely my fault. No, I was sitting in the back. I didn't. You, you, you never think you need it until you do. So now yeah. I make everybody wear a seatbelt. And but, um, for the, those that aren't watching, Marwan's pointing to the side of his arm. Yeah, that's actually really great. Thank you for doing that because <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts and people don't do that oh, where they, 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 yeah, they point about you like, are, if, if we are talking about something, points. you should do, yeah, that's fantastic. I think there's favoritism going on. on, 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 on. Watch the new just, podcast. Just, being, just being objective, you know, because I was holding myself in place. So that entire part broke and my sister got away scot-free completely. Nothing happened to her. I think well, that, well, good. You're already, <laughs> glad, to be I think you're already lucky considering how fast the car was going. Yeah, I think um, like we didn't really consider that happening. But no, I you're absolutely right. We're lucky we even walked out mm. with like minor injuries, some bleeding, so on. Like it, there wasn't really nobody was like seriously hurt. Even in the other car, everybody was fine. Okay, that's. Do you drive in Dubai? Yeah, I do. Okay. There's no really uh, really no other way to get around. <laughs> yeah that's very true i wanted to ask because you've been here for like so many years mm-hmm. what is your best advice with regards to living in july of not living beyond your means saving money it's really difficult i mean i've seen my family like thrive here and i've seen like myself thrive here as well and you know like do well in certain aspects and not so well in others and being really young you love to spend and i can imagine that like coming here from any other country where everything is so available to you, it can be a bit tough to like, okay, I'm, I shouldn't go to brunch, but like you really want to because brunch is a big thing here mm. and there's so many lovely spots and it's so hard not to do all of that stuff because that's really also one of the very few outlets that you can actually meet people. Yeah. Right. And even make connections that could be possibly good for your career, personal life, all of that, that all happens at these types of things. 
So you've got to manage yourself with be a bit extravagant in your spending, maybe at first, but you have to understand that like it can't always be like this and that you have to hit some degree of like, I've had enough. Now it's actually time to, you know, structure myself, figure out how to invest. There's staying there's, indoors, basically. No, you don't really, you don't really you don't really have to do that. I at first thought as well that like to actually like hold on to your money and invest properly, you have to like not do anything. But if you know how to manage yourself and like and you explore a bit like outside of your comfort zone or like where you would usually go, you'll find a lot of things that you can do that would still enrich your life and not break the bank. Would you buy in Dubai? Would you buy a property? Absolutely. I mean, our well, family, you, our I family, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> like, our, I am five already, darling. <laughs> uh, uh, our family's, our family's looking into it quite heavily at the moment. Big nice. mistake that they haven't looked into it in the past because okay. we've been renting for quite some time and we should have been owners at this point. It's funny. Just, just by the sheer amount of money that we've spent on, on rent, rent. Yeah. Because rent is absolutely insane. Right now it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not gotten better. It really hasn't. And I think we're all in that boat, especially mm. expats that kind of have moved here and you move here thinking you're only going to be here for a couple of years or I don't that's, know. We've that's been here never, eight. That's never the case. You and come here and you'll be like, okay, I'll work here for five years, get some experience and then move abroad. It's like, no, you won't. And like, the decision to move here, <laughs> the decision to move here was actually easier than the decision it is to leave here. Mm-hmm. I thought yes. that would be the easy part. Yeah, no, I agree. And with I that. could have probably bought two houses what the amount it? of rent I've spent. <laughs> what is it? What is it for you guys? Like, you guys both come from the UK, right? Yes. Um, what's made you think of this place as home? I think the people. I really, generally believe the people I've I've met mm-hmm. because you move around. I've lived in like literally five to six different locations in Dubai. From like, you know, I've had to leave this apartment because rent's going up or this land, like, and that's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. So I feel that I can make home anywhere mm-hmm. in Dubai. I would say it's the people of who I've met here has right because they do become your family. Have you guys met your significant others here? I have, yeah. Yeah, it's a we, great, it's a great place to meet people. We met at a brunch. <laughs> I figured. That'd yeah. be, but that's awesome because like pretty much like all of my friends, have, that's the case. Yeah. Like you meet at brunch. Like for me, it was a special case because the brunches that I go to, I'm just not, a, I, don't, I don't like to talk to people. So it's often like food and like you're just talking with your friends and drinking and that's, that's it, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I think for me, it's the sunshine as well. When I moved here, I was just expecting to kind of save some money. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've saved any money. <laughs> <laughs> no, me, same sister, same um, here sister. <laughs> yeah, it's just the things that you get to do. The yeah. the people you meet, the opportunities you get. Opportunities are incredible in Dubai. Whether it's a business, whether it's personal, whether it's corporate, I think mm-hmm. it's so different. What we have on our doorstep. Yeah. A huge thing for me is the safety as well. Like I love how safe it is. I think for about a week we lost our house key. We were like, <laughs> where's that gone? <laughs> Don't even lock our doors. That that happens. No, like, I don't think I've ever locked a door. I have. I know this is crazy to say in a podcast, but I don't think I've ever locked a door. I have because I had someone accidentally walk into my apartment thinking it was theirs once. So then thereafter, I was like, probably should lock my door but not not that they were trying to break yeah. in because safety just like, is so just genuine yeah. confusion yeah and then he was confused to see me and i was like i'm confused to see you <laughs> and he was like who's in the wrong who's in the right <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't even work out that it wasn't his apartment because of the first you know it doesn't look exactly <laughs> the same um but no a lot of people mm-hmm. the safety is amazing in dubai mm-hmm. whether you're got mm-hmm. children like parents or you're absolutely you're just you know one of us <laughs> i want to ask you guys a couple questions oh so uh rogue. You're, you've met your significant other here at a brunch. Yeah. What about you? So I came with my 
boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. And that was eight years ago. And then we got engaged and now we're married. So I have a husband. Wonderful. And I think um, we actually spoke to Christiana, Mm -hmm. the Dubai matchmaker. We went on her podcast. And I think Dubai is a really testing place for relationships, Mm -hmm. especially when you move here and you're finding yourself, like no matter what age, Mm -hmm. you don't have the habits here you, you're, you're exploring somewhere new you're meeting new people mm. and um yeah so <laughs> there were a couple mm. of times where i probably <laughs> would not still be with my husband <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i'm happily but married you have been for like 11 <laughs> years i think yeah. Yeah. after 11 years you're gonna get those times where it's like you are driving me mad yeah. <laughs> no that's fair you guys have like had long-term relationships here right like yes. i mean yeah yeah what about like more like casual dating where like you were more like you know like just meeting people to explore and stuff like oh, that? oh i was definitely what, what, what a casual was, what was that scene like it's changed now i believe so i was a casual dater when i first moved to mm-hmm. dubai the reason why is i just could not have a relationship mm-hmm. go out with friends and but i was so career driven mm-hmm. i was like focused on my career and i was like working late that was just my everything. Mm-hmm. And it was only when I met my partner now mm-hmm. where I've really s- not paused my career, mm-hmm. but it's not, I've kind of like realized by entering into the world of 30s that you need to like actually find your partner. <laughs> and I felt mm-hmm. lonely in Dubai. I really, I really yeah. felt so lonely. It, it could be a vicious place. All of my friends were in relationships and I was like always that third wheel mm-hmm. of like making a dinner reservation like five instead of six. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just over this. So I was a casual dater, which I had so much fun. I met so many great guys. Like it was just mm-hmm. incredible just to go for dinner or just go for a walk with them. And, and also it helped understand what I want in a man and what works for me Mm -hmm. and that is like the best advice i would give everyone just like go out even if you don't even like like the look of him or like from his looks or how he Mm. dresses he could become a very good friend of yours or you yeah that's 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 very important people miss out a lot on really great connections it's not it's not an actual relation like i'm not Mm -hmm. talking like a physical connection i'm Mm -hmm. talking you know like could be a friend or someone gives you good advice yeah because these things have equal value like they're both very very important to your development as a human being like it's not just about like meeting people romantically at all absolutely yeah that was the word i was looking for romantically beautifully put but i enjoyed it and dubai's amazing for it Mm -hmm. really is what's a good like date spot I've learned yeah. uh, in, in like the hardware, I suppose, where like the places that I like to go to are like interesting experiences, fun, niche, little artsy spots. Yes. But they don't always necessarily make the best date spot. I don't know. I love a date spot with an activity, you know, like Alcuz, you've got beautiful pottery classes you can do, yeah. a painting class. I think that's a really nice icebreaker mm-hmm. for a date because if you're a little bit nervous, like a dinner could be... Yeah. A bit. Yeah, recently did a flower arrangement thing as well. It was, it was quite Ooh. nice. Uh, it's in Times Square. You should be giving advice. I don't it's, know. it's in Times Square where like there's this little flower shop where they do wow. classes. And like you can, nice. you can get to do your own arrangement and stuff. So that's also like that's, that. that's pretty cool. That's a good idea. I always quite like going for, you know, sunset drinks or, uh, you know, yeah. going somewhere on the palm or the one and only has a really nice beach bar called mm-hmm. Jetty Lounge. There's some really cool places though, like rooftop bars, restaurants. Yeah. 
and I think they've got some good walks as mm-hmm. well, like going to some nice walks and doing things. I think that the walk near Atlantis is quite nice. Yeah, that's like, true. Like yeah. it's it's sort of near like the edge of the palm now, but yeah. Um, yeah, there's a place called Wave House there. It's pretty cool too. Ah. Can I just say that our previous guest before this episode, everything we've just said is a big no-no. We should not be going on walks. <laughs> yeah, I was there. We should I, yeah, be we should be going, going on walks. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, alternative points of view, right? Like, yeah. What, yeah, exactly. what do you actually enjoy doing? that's the yeah exactly and also the activity thing i love Mm -hmm. that i like bowling and you know something that's just Mm. a bit fun well funnily enough myself and my partner our first valentine's we actually done a night stay in atlantis and you get the water park with your room (sighs) Mm -hmm. so we had the day at water park and then we went to wave house yeah and we played arcade games it wasn't the sexiest date because I was eating ribs and like it was like burgers (laughs) but we just had a blast like we really really did and then if you request for the room to face the point you actually have the light and fountain show and you can see it from your room so it was really cool we watched that had a glass wine and just Gotta write that down. That's yeah. a good one. It was yeah. a really, really nice no, we, day we, weekend. We just did that circuit for like a friend's birthday as well. Nice. Where Aquaventure and then Wave House. It's really cool. I highly recommend it as well. So one, one question we ask all of our listeners on the show. Sure. I'll put you on the spot Excited. here. <laughs> is what advice would you have given your younger self? The things that you're worried about are not necessarily like worth worrying about. I would say just take it easy in the cheesiest, worst way. Life is kind of like a roller coaster. Like no matter how hard you try to move yourself, you're not actually going to influence the direction of where it's going. You can decide which roller coaster to go on, but once you're on there, it's going to take turns and spin around and do all sorts of crazy things. So just hold on and try to enjoy it. A life coach once said to me, don't stress about something you can't control because it's out of your control anyway. So like such simple advice, but... A lot of people, I feel like, struggle with understanding that or even like taking it seriously. But Mm. no, like absolutely, please, you have to just let yourself be and yeah, stop worrying about the things that are, yeah, outside the realm of your control. Well, thank you so much, Juan. It's been thank amazing you. having you on the show. I've, I've had You've been such a, great a long time. Yeah. And, and Holly. The, the Love you guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> thank you. My thank first you. Uh, podcast in the studio. You killed it. Yeah, I love you it. You need to be in front of the camera. <laughs> I mean, I, I love being in front of the camera. It's not a secret. But oh, amazing. You're the man behind the camera. <laughs> the man well, behind the camera love, with love Annie and Holly on this week's yeah. episode. <laughs> thank you. So for the listeners, please follow us on our socials, mm-hmm. the underscore pod XB. And any kind of questions, any guests you want to hear, reach out to us. You can send us an email at hello at thepodxb.com or send us a direct message. And we'll speak to you soon. Thank Thank you. you. Stay tuned.